to the Defenders podcast, the number one fan podcast about the Marvel Netflix series. I'm Claire. I'm Mel. I'm Matt. And I'm Robin. And today we have a very special guest. It's actually a Carney cast reunion. That's going back a few years, guys. Uh, Matt, Mel and I used to be on a podcast called Carney cast about the show Carnival with our special guest. It's Tammy. Yay. <laughs> I feel like we should be uh, making you dress up as a Connie and drinking apple I know, really. I should, have, yeah. I should have worn a Daredevil outfit or something. <laughs> yeah, well, are you wearing any sort of costume right now? Uh, no, I'm wearing an Office Space t-shirt. Oh, I, what does it say on it? It says, it feels good to be a gangster. And I yeah! Oh. I have I have that on my gym playlist just because when I'm at gym at my office it's good to work out to that song uh, Office Space Rules yeah shout out to it so uh, I didn't give you any alliteration Tammy so I'm going to say that you're the tremulous Tammy whoa I don't know what the diff- what is the difference between tremulous and tremendous what does tremulous mean I don't know I have sounds no cool. clue I've never heard it, it just sounds super fancy I so have, I was excited I may have just <laughs> made that word up I don't know I don't know <laughs> Guys, it's been a long week. <laughs> I'm just uh, tremulous up. is shaking or quivering slightly. Oh, you're the quivering Tammy. You're quivering <laughs> with anticipation. <laughs> that was for our Rocky Horror fans out there. Wink. I was ready to let that ride as long as you wanted. <laughs> that would just be the entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is episode three. Yeah. Guys, we have some awesome news this week. Are you ready? Are you ready, guys? I want you to sit. Get Scooch forward to the edge of your seat. Come on. Come on. Scooch closer. Scooch closer. Scooch, scooch, scooch up to the speakers. Are you ready, guys? We have a new Spider-Man! Uh-huh. Uh, and as uh, previously said, he is going to be white and heterosexual. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, uh, yes, finally, they Marvel has cast Spider-Man. He's going to be played by Tom Holland who I only know from the film The Impossible, I think it's called, uh, which he was really good in. But also, he's English! Yay! (laughs) Damn you, Brits, stealing all our parts. (laughs) Hang on, hang on, hang on. English Superman, English Batman, English Daredevil. Pretty much everybody is a Bostonian right now, actually. Uh, Well, not yet, because he hasn't been in a film, so currently... The current Batman is Christian Bale. Yeah, when are we going to get a Canadian Spider-Man? Come on. Or anybody. <laughs> oh, maybe when uh, Hugh Jackman stops being Wolverine, they'll actually get a proper Canadian. <laughs> yeah, like um, Jim Carrey. He's Canadian. I'm trying to think of a Canadian. That's the first one I could think of. Illyrio. <laughs> Illyrio! Illyrio could be a friend of the podcast, could be a great Wolverine. Yeah, yeah he's got the facial hair. Um, and so he's going to be the new Spider-Man, and I'm now hoping that we will get Spider-Man and Daredevil interacting at some point, because they're just BFFs in the comic, and I love them. Um, and it will be adorable. Uh, there's also been speculation that season two of Daredevil is going to be Punisher versus Daredevil. So Punisher will be the big bad. We knew that Punisher was going to be in it, but he might be the main villain, which will be interesting. But I kind of hope they're going to have Kingpin in it, too, because I don't want Vincent Zorro to just disappear. Oh, I guess Kingpin doesn't die at the end of the season. Spoilers. Huh? Well, he's not going to die. He's Kingpin. Uh, I thought somebody else wasn't going to die. But... Uh, nobody dies until you see the funeral. 
That's the little rule of mine. Just saying. Really certain I saw a dead body. Well, that means no one dies. In this. No one died in dead. Yay, Wesley's not dead. Yay. Wesley did not look dead in this episode. He had quite good color for a guy dead or not, but, you know. And then another... Uh, another little bit of uh, of um, news is that the first reviews for Ant-Man, which is the next Marvel film, have been coming in, and they've generally been positive. Um, but one of the things for our listeners to be aware of is there are two post-credit scenes after the film. So a mid-credit and a post-credit one? I don't know. I just thought I'd let everyone know. Uh, everyone know. Although it's a Marvel film, everyone's going to stay till after the credits, just in case. But that's your news for the week. <laughs> what was the newsman called in the Muppets, Matt? Something you didn't know. Uh, the Sesame Street one or the Muppets? The Muppets one. Oh, <laughs> oh you Jim Henson purist, you! I'm picturing the Muppet, but I can't. I can't remember his name. Like his name. Yeah, he's the Blue Eagle, Sam the Eagle. No, not Sam the Eagle. No? It's the guy, the orange one. Yeah, he's orange. Orange, and he's got big eyebrows. Yeah. Oh, uh, hmm, yeah. Yeah. I can't remember. No, he's got a name. He does have a name. I just... Muppet Wiki, Muppet Wiki. <laughs> I'm going to look. It's called Newsman. No, he's got a name. He's got a name, definitely. Anyway, so this week we are discussing episode 12. Do you know what that means, guys? Because we've only got one episode left. Don't cry. It'll be, it'll be okay, guys. It'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's 22 episodes? What the heck? What's that? We don't get 22? What the heck? No, it's no, not one of those stupid. It's not one of those stupid things where uh, you know there's about a thousand episodes and twenty more than twenty percent, like you know most of them are filler. Oh, he is just called the Newsman. Oh, oh. oh he had a name. That's <laughs> right. I thought he had a name. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I'm thinking that name. Anyway, uh, he does look a bit like Sam Eagle though, because he's got a really big nose. Uh, so, this episode we're discussing is the ones we leave behind, like Wesley. No one else. Doesn't refer to anyone else, guys. Mm. Don't see the funeral yet. Uh, this was written by um, new uh, co-showrunner Doug Petrie, and the director was Uris Lin, who I believe directed a load of Doctor Who. That's what I know him from anyway. And one of our listeners, Chris, is bouncing up and down right now, shouting all the Doctor Who that he directed. <laughs> but I don't know him from anything else. So, let's get into it. So, it opens up with Karen, uh, post-Wesley shooting, throws the gun in the river, and heads home, and has got a little hidden stash of booze. She has a shower and cries, and uh, then we get surprise uh, Fisk in her room. Mm. Did you guys guys think that that Fisk was actually there in the room? No. Yeah, yeah, I thought I assume no, because there's no way she would survive. (laughs) (laughs) She could have been killed, you don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. After this episode, uh, I believe it, but... <laughs> I thought it was interesting um, how Wilson goes for her eyes. I thought that's interesting that she dreamt that, you know, mm. he would try to pop her eyes out. Yeah. Also, it's it's kind of cool how it, like, kind of parallels the end of this episode as well. Yeah. I was that so, was, um, yeah, was, it, it's, so did you guys think that Ben was, like, dreaming at the end as well? Everyone's just having dreams, and Wilson <laughs> Fisk is, like, Fred Krueger. And he's just popping up. No, they, w- they wouldn't pull I'm like, your boogeyman. No, That's no, what right. I am. <laughs> Robin, you're right about uh, him going for the eyes. It was, like, it's very interesting how he said, so, you're the one who sees everything. Mm. Right before he went for her eyes. Yeah. Ah. Did he say that? No, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, 
That's anyway, a moving on. That's a reference to something. That's a reference to something I know what, and I'm I'm giving Matt twelve geek points for that. <laughs> They're almost as good as defenders points, but not quite. One, two geek points equal one defenders point. There you go, Matt. Enjoy. Yay! So, so I've already just because we've been kind of talking about. Oh, did you think this was going to happen? Mm-hmm. So I I did not know at all that. Ben was going to die, but I also didn't read the comic, so I didn't know of his importance until listening to you guys. Um, and probably the last two, over the last two episodes, um, Dan and I both were like, oh, they're going to kill Ben. Mm-hmm. Why did you we think they were going to kill Ben then? Um, there was a conversation when they go, they went to go visit Fisk's mom, or maybe afterward, something between that Karen and Ben said to each other that made it seem like one of them might be in trouble, and then the next episode we had Karen with Leslie, mm-hmm. and I was just like, yeah, they're not going to kill Karen, so they're definitely killing Ben. And so, when he died, it wasn't a surprise to me at all, mm-hmm. and it's why I knew that it was a dream at the beginning. Um, spoiler alert, this was not my favorite episode, so, um, um, but yeah, so I didn't think it was real, and I wasn't surprised at all by the ending, it was... I think we said last week as well that, um, we were discussing the fact that you almost, it was almost like Karen was saying goodbye to everyone, um, so, you know, yeah, we were sort of saying it feels like, yeah, but I think as well, I think it's interesting that obviously not being a fan of the comics... And not yeah. being that knowledgeable about the comics, like, you, you know, I would say like yourself and Mel and Matt and Robin obviously knows the comics as, as well as I do, that it would be more like you expect Ben to die. Whereas I never expected Ben to die because he is such a big part of the comic. Yeah. And so, like, when I was hearing people talk about how shocked they were because of how big he is in the comics, I was mm-hmm. thinking, oh, that's why I expected him to die, because I didn't know him in the comics yeah. at all. So, yeah. it, to me, he's been a kind of, well, the way they've set it up in this show, at least, he's been kind of a throwaway character. Mm-hmm. Like, he's become just important enough, but not critical to me like Foggy and Karen are to Matt's story. Mm-hmm. So, to me, just from watching the Daredevil movie, I assumed that Ben wouldn't die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's, all it, that's all it took for me I, to assume that I he think would I blocked die that show. movie out of my <laughs> <memory>. <laughs> Well, we should say, Tammy, that your only knowledge, really, of Daredevil is from um, me making you watch the movie and dragging you around Universal Islands of Adventure and squealing every time there was anything daredevil. (laughs) That's about your knowledge. (laughs) Yeah, because I think it was like a Nelson and Murdoch thing there and we're totally like all crazy about it and I was like, I have no clue, but It was just a tiny sign. I was like, oh my god. Universal was crazy because of that and Harry Potter, which I also do not (laughs) eat or watch the movies of. (laughs) And having Claire just tell me things, I'm like, sure. Looks good. Okay. Look out, we got a hipster here. (laughs) (laughs) We should have assumed that he would die when they made a black man. Oh, Damn you, Holly. Yeah. Oh, which, Hollywood. Is, which is unfortunate. That's unfortunate. <laughs> well, there, I have got some um, some kill. facts about the, with him dying, so I'll get into that a bit later. Um, but yeah, Karen can take her liquor in this scene, which is interesting. Um, um, so does she only? It seemed to me she opened her fridge, and all I saw was booze. <laughs> it was just yeah. like lots of beers, and she had whiskey hidden away, and I was like, "Yep, that's my girl. I'm a I'm a whiskey girl as well." Was this a dream fridge, though? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> My dream fridge, only liquor. If it was Karen Page's dream fridge, wouldn't there be, like, Matt reclining naked in there as well? Because like, that's what you want. Oh, a little mini Matt I can sit on a shelf. Yeah. <laughs> 
Hi, Karen. <laughs> I think there would be that. Um, I, I also put in my notes that I'm really glad that um, Deborah Amwell and Vincent D'Onofrio get this scene together um, because we haven't seen them together so far and I love that they actually share some screen time together because they're so good. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, um, Karen, we get the credits and then Karen heads to the office and it's very late at night and she's kind of barely holding it together. Um, Foggy arrives and they have a conversation about narcotics. Karen Page discussing narcotics. I'm just going to put that there. Uh, (laughs) Foggy is packing up his things and they they talk a bit about and Matt arrives and there is tension. Uh, Yeah. What do you guys think? Is anybody working at this office anymore? Do they just like (laughs) here to hang out when they need to be alone? (laughs) I think so. Uh, Karen's trying to work, but not really. <laughs> I don't think anyone's she working do for? Do they even work there? Like, is she secretary <laughs> for nobody? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Foggy's just busy, you know, with Marcy, and Matt's like, oh, I've, I've got a plan to do some work for this case, Karen. Uh, you and Foggy stay out of it, goes and runs around the restaurant. So, <laughs> They're yeah. going to have a client come in, and she's going to have to take care of it, and she's going to mess it up because she didn't pass any bar. <laughs> yeah, she, they'll be like, which one are you? Are you Nelson or Murdoch? Because she'll be like, <laughs> <Yeah>. uh... <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys think at this point they would have already gotten Foggy and Matt and Karen back together as a trio versus three episodes worth of them hating it's each other? Feel, it feels like they never were a trio. Like I've, it's it always we didn't spend enough time with each other. Yeah, it's yeah. Always, well, I mean, Karen and Foggy did, but Matt was nowhere near that. Yeah, yeah. and it seems well. Like I just it's... always connected them just because Foggy and Matt were so close, I guess. Yeah, and so the fact that they're the two of them are separated, it's like. Oh. I really thought by the end of this episode they would have already been friends again, or at least on their way to be friends again, because since there's only one episode left, I was kind of surprised that they still had this, like, uh, you're in the doorway, okay, well then I'm leaving the doorway. Mm-hmm. It's, it was really it was really weird. I'm like, I feel like this is going on a little long. Um, well, I, I, know that, I thought they'd be together again. I know that we discussed, I think, Matt, you said that you predicted that they would be friends again by the next episode so episode 11 yeah um, it does obviously it has gone on longer than that i thought it was weird in this scene where karen uh i think karen says to matt in this scene or it's the later one i can't remember where she says is this what we've come uh. to three people who don't talk to each other which i thought was an odd line because they haven't known each other that long and i figured if they'd known if they'd known each other for a long time or if her and matt had had a relationship at some point and there had been a bit more history there, it would have fitted in a bit more. So that line felt a bit, you know, a bit out there. Um, And just the fact that this whole rift is kind of annoying just for the viewer, because no one's talking to each other again. And the information isn't being communicated, and, you know, Karen's in this all alone, Matt's in this all alone, Foggy is with Marcy. (laughs) 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 Um, and uh yeah just nobody's talking and it's it, I, I don't know it's just uh, i hope we don't get that in season two at all well that's why karen's wanna... talking to ben because you know that's the only person she can talk to and um matt can't really talk to anyone later on he's talking to ben as well and you know foggy's talking to marcy so um but it is you just want them to talk to each other there's in my notes i wrote the bit where um where like Matt comes in and um, you know there's so much tension and then Foggy like walks out and I drew a little broken heart in my notes because it just made me so sad. <laughs> so I'm like, oh. Also, yeah. was he just standing at the door listening? <laughs> yeah, that's what he does. He's a total creeper. <laughs> Would it be, it be Foggy angrier about it? Yeah, probably. Foggy's like, oh, 
Not a gift. Standing at the door. Yeah. In a creep. <laughs> um, of course, that happens so, like numerous times throughout the episode. Somebody turns oh, around, somebody else is there. It's a very, It made me laugh as well because there's a bit later where um, uh, there's a blue um, like soda machine. And I think it was in season four of Supernatural. Tammy will know this because me and Tammy are big Supernatural fans. <laughs> and... Uh, Every uh, it, there used to be like a blue soda machine a lot, and fans kind of called it called it something because it always meant that it meant Castiel was going to turn up behind someone, and usually it would mean that Dean was looking one way, and then he turned around and Castiel was behind him. So there's a lot of that in this episode where like Ben's there and he turns around and there's you know someone there. They they just did it a lot, and it kept making me laugh because it just reminded me of Castiel being a creeper in Supernatural. <laughs> Still a creeper in Supernatural. Pretty much, yeah. Well, it's his only <laughs> role in the show at this point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so in the next scene, uh, Wilson Fisk is in the hospital. Vanessa wakes up. And I put that, if it wasn't for Vanessa kind of going, make them suffer. Um, if you just happen to tune into this episode and, or this scene, you might actually think that these are the good guys because <laughs> the way they do it, it's really clever, I think, because even though she's saying make them suffer and obviously there's a bit of darkness there, the fact that she's been, he's so caring about her and they're so caring about each other and she's like, I'm not going to leave you and all this. I was like, these could be the, the these could be the protagonists of the show. Yeah, That Wish is the thing that I love about this show is mm-hmm. like that while they're making Matt kind of on the edge of being a good guy versus bad guy sometimes, you know, he's doing good for, or he's doing bad things, not killing people, but just, you know, he's just not a great guy necessarily, but he's doing it for the right reasons. And Fisk, up until this point, I mean, he he's kind of doing the same. And it's like, even when he kills Ben, I mean, he kills Ben because Ben went to go see his mom, not because I don't think, at least, that because Ben found out he killed his dad, I think it's because mm. he brought his mom into it. Mm-hmm. And that's just unacceptable for him. Mm-hmm. And it, I just, I love when they're making, like, Fisk almost, just like the scene, you know, like, almost a good guy. It's great. I love Fisk so much. <laughs> team Fisk, as Vicky would say. I totally am Team Fisk. <laughs> I, was, I was worried that uh, when Vanessa woke up, she would have amnesia. <laughs> Oh, I'm so glad they did. They didn't do that. <laughs> I, I, oh, I hate that. If they did that, I actually would have picked up my laptop during my 13-hour Daredevil marathon and probably thrown it through my window. Well, I, you know, it's like that. Yeah, I hate it. It is based on the comics. I know, I know. Like Fisk trying to win her back and remind her of all the things. <laughs> Like, remember when we went to dinner and we had that wine that Wesley picked out? <laughs> remember when we watched all those buildings blow up together? <laughs> it might be because on TV the other night, on TV the other night, there was that horrible, horrible film, The Vow, where, like, Rachel McAdams has amnesia or something. I don't know. And it's like a romantic film. And that was on, and I caught, like, ten minutes of it, and I just wanted to throw up all over myself because it was so horrible. Um, yeah, I know it is in the comics, but there's a lot of stuff in the comics that I don't think we're going to see, sadly, like Stiltman, which makes me sad. I wonder I wonder if uh, Vanessa was always this ruthless or if she just became this way after dating Wilson Fisk. No, she was already like that. Well, but she was just a she was just a art person, like... <laughs> 
How how would she get her ruthless ruthlessness out in the art world? <laughs> she just cut a lot of throats and slept her way to the top of that. Part. <laughs> <laughs> she overcharged for all that art. All that yeah. art. Uh, evil. Yeah. I think she probably was always this ruthless. It's just that this that Fisk has really brought out her Lady of the Beth. <laughs> like you know, like her her darkness. But I think she's always been this ruthless. She would have to be, I think. Yeah. Um, so the next scene is dead Wesley at the warehouse. Aww. He's not dead. He's, he's just resting. <laughs> he's resting, he's just resting, just resting. His, resting his tired eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long night, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I thought Wilson was going in for a kiss there. Uh, he, he paused <laughs> and then went up to the forehead. Yeah. It was a chase kiss. Well, yeah, maybe he did slip in some tongue. I don't know. <laughs> On his forehead? That's horrible. He <laughs> just licks his forehead like a dog. <laughs> I wish he would have, like, closed Wesley's eyes and he said, Good night, my sweet prince. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. But uh, it's really sad because he obviously really, really cared about Wesley and you can see it in this scene and it just makes me want to know about how they met because they're such a... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We need a flashback. We need we need season two or, you know, for the season finale, whatever, uh, um, uh, a flashback of uh, college age, Matt and Foggy <laughs> and the whole Electra, the, excuse me, the Greek girl uh, mm-hmm. story and parallel to that, uh, Kingpin meeting Wesley. Uh, uh, as we said at a Violent Femmes concert. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see them, like, both <laughs> dancing to Blister in the Sun. It would be adorable. Yeah. <laughs> everything, 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 yeah! Like, I, love, I love the violent fans. So Me too. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to see him dancing to that. Um, so, Francis, poor Francis, he's just doing his job. Gets headbutted and yeah. punched repeatedly by Fisk. <laughs> Ouch. He was also punched by uh, Nobu, wasn't he? So... He's kind of getting punched every which way. He's also still going by the name Francis. Well, why not? That's his name. (laughs) Frank. No, he can't be Frank, because then people might get him mixed up with Frank Castle. He'll go up to people and be like, excuse me, can I be Frank? (laughs) Oh, dear. (laughs) And that was the sound of my soul dying then. (laughs) (laughs) I'm holding a pillow over this entire conversation. (laughs) Shh. Uh, Leland and Fisk discuss what's happening, and uh, Fisk reads Wesley's phone history and sees that his mum was on there. Uh oh. Yeah, that's when I was like, why didn't Karen throw away the phone? I guess I know she was panicked, but. She thought of most things, just not that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, she should have. Well. I'd like to see you do better after murdering someone, Mel. I would. <laughs> I am a veteran murderer. <laughs> I trust that they will do better. Her and Moira team up for the perfect murder. That's right. <laughs> so in the next scene, Matt arrives to uh, chat with uh, Ben, um, and they chat about the, the heroin steel serpent that's been showing up. Uh, and Ben also mentions that Matt should get a better outfit. Wink. And they yeah. also mention about seeing lots of blind Chinese people around town. I was very sad that we don't get to see his costume yet. It's going to be the last episode. Oh, uh, it's going to be the final second, guys. I'm telling you, it's oh. going to be like Smallville all over again. What'd you say? Um, I I don't know why they were like saying that. Um, 
nobody would look at a blind man twice. Yeah. Because I feel like people would. Yeah. yeah. So if, it's Ch- if it's Charlie Cox, you'd be like, hello. Well, <laughs> just any blind person, you'll be like, oh, that person's blind. You don't see that every day. I'm going to observe them for a second and see how they navigate the world. Wait, what? They have a backpack full of heroin. <laughs> yeah, this is the one person I can creepily stare at because they won't know yeah. stare at. <laughs> so I also thought later in the I mean, season where I'm, Matt's like I'm, hanging out on the street to like listen for the the you know like looking for the Chinese um, person. He's hanging out on the street on a street corner. He's obviously a blind person. He's looking very confused. I was like, I think I know it's New York City, but I think someone has approached him at this point and said, "Do you need any help, sir?" Yeah, exactly. But maybe it's just because I would have gone. So grabs his arm and throws him in a cab. <laughs> I don't know, I was just like, he's quite, he's, it's just weird that he's sort of standing there looking all confused and everyone's just kind of walking past him, but I don't know. Well, even the blind person that gets in the car, I feel like they, it was so random, like they go to the corner, a car pulls up, someone gets out, helps him in the car and drives off, and I'm like, that would have been suspicious too, yes. I was just walking around. <laughs> Get in! <laughs> Um, but backing up, uh, I, I wrote here, the more Ben hangs out with the Matt, um, the less... The Matt? <laughs> Is that his name? The Matt? With, with Matt. Did I... You said the Matt? Sounded like you said the Matt. The Matt. <laughs> well, he is the Matt. Uh, <laughs> Look, the only the Matt, Matt H, is, your, is your Matt a on Matt. the podcast. Oh, yes. <laughs> Just a Matt. Oh. It's like uh, instead of Matt A. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I was gonna say the more the more Ben hangs out with Matt, like at the law office around there, the less believable like he's gonna be able to buy that disguise. Like he's not gonna see right through it, or less less believable it is for me that he wouldn't see right through it. But I guess after this episode, it doesn't matter. Not dead, guys. He's not dead. I'm not dead. <laughs> that was Ben Urich, by the way, from the episode. <laughs> Um, what's the next scene? Oh, uh, we're at Josie's bar. Uh, Foggy arrives. Uh, he calls Josie a buffalo. I was like, oh no, Marcy does. Marcy calls Josie a buffalo. I was like, oh, Marcy, I love you, but no. No one messes with Josie. She'll throw you through the window. Uh, and then Foggy asks Marcy for help. We better get that in the finale. So are you guys liking, uh, Marcy a bit more? Uh, I like these two characters better when they're being genuine, which mm-hmm. they, they were in this scene. And yeah. I appreciate their genuineness. I do not appreciate them when they're foggy bearing it up. That's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> That's annoying and it's fake and bah, it's gross. I was going to say, what if she calls him foggy bear in this scene, Mel? Would you have been annoyed? I would have been annoyed. I would have <laughs> I I had to stop myself from turning it off. <laughs> so I should ask Tammy as our special guest. Because obviously it's a it's a bit of a divisive uh, thing. Are you a, a Foggy Bear fan, Tammy, or are you not a fair fan of the character of Foggy Bear? Just to wind up now, I'm saying that. Foggy Bear or Foggy? Foggy. <laughs> foggy Bear <laughs> just creeps me out. But, um, are you a Foggy I am, fan? I know that he's divisive, I guess, but I'm kind of like, meh. I feel like he's critical to Matt's character, so I'm okay with him. Mm-hmm. He just annoys me personally, but I don't... <laughs> I, I understand why he's in the show. I get it. It's not a big deal. I don't love him or hate him. I'm just like, meh, it's foggy. It's a thing of, that exists. I kind of yeah, exactly. In a way, I kind of agree with you in a way, Tammy. Like, I know he's necessary. I just don't like... I don't like the way that they 
made his character, I guess. Maybe that's why we use him in the comics, too. I don't know. Just yeah, and I, I just feel like they make Matt, so, and I, I understand why Matt is so serious <laughs> and everything, yeah. but, but they made him so serious and, like, mm-hmm. such, like, this impenetrable stone of a person yeah. that yeah. they had to have a character to offset that. That's and true. so Foggy is, like, this extreme opposite. Yeah. He's someone who's kind and generous, but, like, beyond goofball. Beyond. Yeah. yeah. So... You know, it, it makes sense. I don't hate him. It's not like, ugh, every time he's on screen or anything like that. Like, it's it's just like, okay, he makes sense. Karen makes sense. Ben, I could have done without. I thought his storyline was really boring. <laughs> <laughs> I would say compared to, like, the storyline, the big storyline he's known for in the comics, yeah. I wish that we could have had that at some point, which is him discovering Matt's identity. I feel a bit sad that we will... Um, maybe never get that. I'll say maybe because that's not dead. But I, that makes me sad because I love that storyline and I like the fact of how much that opens up their relationship in the comics. However, I think if you'd had it just after, you know, if you put that in just after Foggy found out his identity, it would be a bit like the comics, which is, okay, is there anyone that doesn't know that Matt is Daredevil, you know? Yeah, it's like when I watch Arrow and everybody knows who it yeah. is. <laughs> it's like, why does he even wear a mask of any kind anymore? Because <laughs> everybody knows who he is. So. Didn't he use, like, a little voice modulizer thing, or does he not use that anymore? It's like, disguise um, his voice? I know Black Canary uses it. I don't remember if he still uses his or not. It would be, it's just so silly to be, I mean, I love the show. It. I love that show, <laughs> like, seriously, but it, it's stuff like that that I'm just like, I love it because it's so funny. It's ridiculous. <laughs> But yeah, I think that I I like that really only Foggy knows at this point. Yeah. His identity. Until next episode. Oh, sorry, did I say that out loud? <laughs> <laughs> Winky wink. Yeah. Uh, ben arrives home, um, and <laughs> Karen is there being a creeper, <laughs> being a Castiel. <laughs> Again, the Ben, ben Eureka heart attacks there. It's <laughs> Oh, Mel, did you like the, the return of uh, Ben Urich's plaid shirt in this episode? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know it was gone. <laughs> I know, I think it's always been there. Um, <laughs> and Karen tells Ben that they know that they found Fisk's mom. Uh, and Karen is... Feeling. She's got a feeling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But she also mentions her past. Mm. Mm. wonder if we'll ever find out about that. Uh, (laughs) then we cut back to foggy and marcy in josie's bar talking about the devil in hell's kitchen and foggy urges her to take her soul back (laughs) yeah (laughs) they're just they're so adorable i love marcy and foggy oh yeah you guys are like now okay i like um i like uh marcy i think she's fun Oh, I think so as well. Yeah. Uh, so in the next scene, Matt is hanging out at a corner, and I've put that he is rocking that leather jacket. Um, and <laughs> he's the cane, and it's a young blind Chinese woman. He follows. Uh, did you guys like the is kind of? Po- I thought that was a man. I thought it was a woman. <laughs> I thought it was a woman. As well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Now I'm really confused. I guess it doesn't matter. <laughs> It was but a young Chinese person of indeterminate gender. There we go. That's a guy. Yeah, he's a we guy. We really don't know that. <laughs> I don't know that. 
It was Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> it was a young. Were they young? Were they blind? I don't know. It was a person. Okay. Speaking of that, he's specifically looking for blind Chinese people, right? Yes. How does he know who's Chinese and who's not? Well, I guess he just heard the cane and just knew that it was a blind person, and then they kind of got bundled into a car. So he thought that's weird and decided to follow them. Right. I thought he had Chinese detecting senses somehow. <laughs> And I was going to try to suss out whether they were racist or not. <laughs> it has racist, racist powers. <laughs> I don't know how those would work, but okay. I will go with it. Uh, sure. Uh, did you guys like the sort of camera effect of focusing when he was, like, following? I thought it was quite a cool use, which we mm. saw when he was following Wesley in um, episode three, I think. I thought it looked cool. Yeah, yeah I like this. Um... There's a black car with classical music playing very loudly. Uh, Matt runs and throws another cane away. <laughs> There's just going to be canes all over the whole kitchen. That's hilarious. It was so funny how he threw it, too. Like, it was really funny. There he goes. Because <laughs> in the last time he did it, he actually threw it into, like, a bin or something so he could get it later. But this time he just threw it. It's like He almost <laughs> threw it into a bin. Yeah, I don't like how he keeps polluting this, his city, his beloved city. <laughs> He's throwing <laughs> Aluminium canes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I, I, I love I love leap these uh how he's leaping from rooftop to rooftop and he's just like doing like at, at one point I'm like, Alright Matt, stop showing off <laughs> There's one time he like spins in the air and then flips. It's yeah. stupid. That's just Brewster saying, Look how awesome I am. Exactly. That's, that's, that's for Chris Brewster because, and I do think this bit is a good match between what what is Charlie Cox and Chris Brewster. It's kind of hard to tell a lot of the time unless you really study it. But um, I love I love this parkour because that's how Daredevil mostly gets around the city. It's not swinging yeah. like Spider Man like in the movie. You know, it's like this. And I love the fact that he runs past all those water towers because it's so New York and Daredevil. Yes. I love it. Parkour, the fastest way to rip stitches. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now all we needed was, if it was like the film Punisher Warzone, is, uh, you know, John Bernthal as the Punisher to appear and blow Matt up with a rocket launcher, <laughs> as he does in Punisher Warzone, which is still my favourite thing ever, is Punisher blowing up people doing parkour with a rocket launcher. <laughs> in midair. Oh, it's the, it's, the, it's the best, Mel. I'm going to put it on the group, because it is one of my favourite things in any comic book movie ever. All right. I can't parkour. wait. I'm going to write it down. Punisher parkour. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the, the, the indeterminate ethnic, ethnicity, indeterminate gender <laughs> person goes into, who might, may or may not be blind, goes into a warehouse with a special knock. And that door, that guy that comes out the door totally spikes the camera on his way out. He's like, hey, how you doing there, camera? And he just lets this person in. He just winks at the camera. He's like, hey, man. Yeah. yeah, I'm on Netflix. I mean, and, it, and it's confusing because the camera's set up, it's almost like it's Matt's point of view. So for a second there, I was like, oh, my God, he totally just saw Matt. But he didn't. He just spiked the camera. <laughs> I didn't even notice. I'm going to have to watch that again. <laughs> we got a very quick scene of Ben asking for Ellison, which we come back to in a minute. Um, then we're in the limo. I noticed by, in this scene as well, there is a lot more scenes than there is in a normal episode. Like, we're cutting back from a lot of scenes. Um, we're in a limo. Fisk is talking to his mum. Uh, he's sending her to Italy, home of Zupa, and he's asking <laughs> her about Wesley. So so the thing they brought her every night was Zupa. I thought it was going to be something dirty. <laughs> <laughs> what would it be? I don't know. That's why I was, I was 
I was. They br- what did they bring her like a dildo on a? <laughs> 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 <Really>? <laughs> That's Fisk's mother. He'll kill you for saying that about her. Oh, his mother. That was his mother. <laughs> oh, I thought they really screwed up a chance for product placement here because uh, she goes, "Well, it, I'm in Italy. What am I going to watch on TV every night? You know, because everything is going to be in Italian." And uh, Wilson should have been like. I got you a Netflix account, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been amazing. Yeah. Right. And then he just, like, spikes the camera, does a little cheeky wink. <laughs> and there's a little, yeah. and his teeth gleam. <laughs> yeah. um, then we're back at the, uh, Karen's at the office, and she speaks to Ben about the story. Then we see Matt at home, his pulled his stitches again. I like that we get this kind of uh, different angle of his, his um, living room like looking at the stairs because we haven't seen that angle really before. That's cool. Um, and he asks her and Foggy, uh, her to tell Foggy to lay low. So they're still not talking. Uh, my heart is still broken. Oh. It doesn't uh, feel like they're going to have enough time to like tie up everything. They, do, uh, they don't. They don't become friends again in this season, guys. Oh. <laughs> oh. Or do they? <laughs> they? They don't. Abuse of power, abuse of power. Um, ben and Ellison are at the New York Bulletin. Ellison is scoffing Ben's story, and uh, Ben does a mad, a mad wicked burn, which is one of my quotes, so no one steal it. Uh, <laughs> and uh, then Ben gets suspended and then fired when he says that he believes Ellison has been brought out by Fisk. I was so excited. Think? I was Why? so excited. Was he I, thought he was going to go and join the bugle? Like, yes, he's going to go join the bugle. This is all he got according to plan, just like I Me said. Too. Nope. Me too. I, when he got fired from here, I was like, oh, so he wasn't going to be in the New York Bulletin for the whole thing. He's going to get, he's going to go and join the Daily Bugle. And there's going to be some young kid there called Peter Parker and J. Jonah Jameson's going to oh, be yelling yeah. at him. And Jessica Jones is going to be there and, oh, crap, he's dead. Oh. And then, <laughs> then they're, like, talking about how he's going to become a blogger. And then I was like, okay, maybe maybe they're going to, like, lame it, lame it up and say the Daily Bugle is, like, a, a news website that uh, Peter Parker works for. Or he could be <laughs> doing The Pulse, maybe, which is one of the things, you know, the, the comics. Oh, yeah. Jessica Jones and... Um, Ben Urick were involved with, maybe. Um, Next scene, uh, we're in the uh, warehouse, which we saw in episode one. And there's the blind Chinese heroine packers and Madame Gao. Matt arrives with his secret knock. Uh, He senses the room that everyone is blind. Uh, Gao sees him and then blind people swamp him. But strangely, no one grabs his mask off of him. I thought that was weird. Mm, yeah, and skipping ahead, how does he escape these people? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I imagine he just runs, runs through really their legs. They're blind people. They're not like him at all. <laughs> like, he just, just get... to, like, duck and weave, and he's out. No big deal. They're, they're just giving him a hug. <laughs> yeah, they're like zombies. Awesome. A creepy they hug. are. They're very much like zombies. When I <laughs> Like, the, their movements and everything. It was mm. like, They're all like drones. It's weird. Yeah. Mm. I wrote here, once Matt gets his yellow costume, he's not going to be able to hide in the shadows anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's the uh, uh, next episode, when he has yellow costume. <laughs> oh, the yellow costume. Uh, <laughs> yeah, n- not great. I was, um, really, I was really hoping that uh, Madame Gao would be a ninja, but I think she's more like an alien. <laughs> she keeps just dis- she keeps like I don't know she's like I don't know she keeps disappearing and I thought her eyes changed color at one point. Well, we've we- had aliens in the Marvel universe because we've had the Kree. Do you think she might be uh, one of the Kree? Yes. Okay. What were the Kree in? What? Guardians of the Galaxy and Agents of Shield. So in Guardians of the Galaxy, the big villain 
Ronan was a Cree, but Ro- uh, Cree are usually blue. So Madame Gale's actually secretly blue and wears skin makeup like the Joker. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Maybe she's the Super Scroll, but they can't say she's the Super Scroll because of like you know properties and permissions and all that. Yeah, because they don't say the Scroll in the, which is another right. race of aliens in the Marvel universe. They have to say the Chitari, who are the aliens the in the Avengers. She's a Super Chitari. Chitari just makes me think of Chitara from Thundercats. <laughs> uh, so then Leland meets up with Fisk and there's been no info found and Fisk is using Wesley's phone and saying I'm sorry you can't come to the phone <laughs> so sad uh, then we get uh, Matt Humphrey's favourite scene uh, Matt attacks uh, Madame Gale's crew and finds out that they blinded themselves because of faith, and then he gets a chest palm to the or palm to the chest from Madame Girl because she's a badass. <laughs> That's right. Where, Where is she, she from? Where is she from? Where is she from? Uh, apparently, like the spirit world or some shit. <laughs> oh well, well, no, no, no! Don't scoff your Easter eggs too early, guys. Okay. <laughs> What did you guys think when Madame Gale like totally threw him across the room, guys? I, I love I, <laughs> I, I assumed she would be a ninja of some sort, but I didn't think she'd have supernatural powers. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, I, I would have had very mixed feelings if all of a sudden Matt like punched her out. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a surprise surprise because even Matt's like, "What the hell?" You know, I think when he's approaching her, he's like, <laughs> "Old woman." <laughs> Oh, right. my chest. <laughs> I think Stick would have had a big laugh, actually. Like, now now he's just got his ass knocked out by yeah. an old lady. <laughs> you just see Stick laughing in the shadows, like, hey, hey, hey. Ah. <laughs> you asshole. Shut up. <laughs> um, so Matt manages, there's some explosions, but Matt manages to save all the um, the blind workers by using a machine gun at the sprinklers. I was like, Dad, I was firing machine gun. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it just reminds me of that... Um, picture from the comics where so it's him firing a machine gun and someone's put over the top that he's saying, I don't know what I'm doing! What's happening? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Which I will try and find. Matt machine gun. <laughs> oh my god, Claire. <laughs> I'll write it down. <laughs> so many notes. <laughs> I know. Uh, so, what's the next? Oh, it's Mahoney uh, corners Matt, but Matt protests his innocence and says, I'm not the bad guy. Hey, that's a quote. Oh, I'm sorry. That's an Affleck quote, too, isn't it? Okay. <laughs> it is an Affleck quote. <laughs> Hence the, the voice. Uh, so Leland and Gal meet. Affleck, you're right. Yeah, it was, yes. Yeah, it's, yeah. Leland and Gal meet. Uh, were you guys jumping up and down and whooping and hollering because they basically, Leland says that he was involved in the poisoning? I wasn't surprised. I assumed it was so, so I wasn't surprised, but I was glad to be right. Did you think that Madame Gal would have been involved as well? Uh, um, I didn't know that so much. I, I, hadn't, I, I hadn't ruled that out. Okay. I, was, I guess yeah, I was trying to surprise how close those two were, that they yeah. would work together like that. Particularly when this is the first time he knows that she speaks English. So I want to know how they made their plan together with her only yeah. speaking Chinese and him not speaking Chinese. And why were they meeting together without a translator? I know! <laughs> makes no sense. Yeah, and presumably well, the person who would have translated for was Wesley, and Wesley wouldn't have gone, yeah, I'll translate for yeah, you and help I, you I just just try and do this. Gal brought her own translator before, and since she knew she was going to speak English, she didn't mm-hmm. need to bring anybody. Maybe. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Maybe I'm just trying to make sense of it. <laughs> so, Madame Gao is visiting her homeland. It is a considerable distance further than China. Asgard. Asgard. She's an alien. <laughs> it's 
I call it's, it. It's uh, uh, St. John, New Brunswick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. Visit, us, visit us and we'll probably, like, uh, shove you in the chest. Yeah. <laughs> so we can greet people here. Yeah. That's, that's going to be on the next tourism poster for Canada. We get a bell dressed as bad and gal, then say, visit us and we'll probably shove you in the chest. Yay, Canada! <laughs> so, so, Claire, beware if you ever come visit us. Well, I'm going to wear um, my protective gear. That's right. <laughs> um... So in the next scene, Ben visits Doris and says that they should run off to Paris. Oh. Uh, did you, um, so or I've actually put here, did you guys think that he might go and work for the Bugle? But you've said no, you no. did. And Doris tells him that he should tell the story. And I'm like, when I watched it this time, because I know Ben's going to die. It makes me sad. Yeah. So I love these two together. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not until we see a funeral. I thought uh, the rule was so you see a dead body. <laughs> we definitely saw a dead body. I'm changing course, the rule. You know, he was faking. We could, we could have some sort of like uh, spiritual thing happen and he gets resurrected by some sort of Lazarus pit or something. He gets resurrected by the hands <laughs> and Nobu's soul gets put into Ben Uric. <gasps> ben Uric becomes the new super ninja. Yay, Ninja Ben Uric. Acceptable. <laughs> That's amazing. That would be great. Uh, I'm spoiled on this. <laughs> I'm glad these are 100% accurate spoilers. Uh, <laughs> so in the next scene, Ben phones Karen to say that he's quit. He's going to start a blog and he's going to write about Fisk. And then you're like, oh, you're going to die because everything's going well for him. Uh, someone's seemingly trying to break into the office, uh, but it's just Matt. And Matt is a mess and he speaks about stick and pushing people away. And then Matt and Karen cry because Matt can't do it alone and he can't take another step and Karen hugs him and I get a, a dusty eyes. And, and then and I thought they were going to do it. Yeah, I thought so too. I but thought they were going to do it. I, and I was like, oh, no, don't go here. Don't go here. And then I was glad they didn't. Well, I'm still going to say, so far, uh, Foggy having more love in than Matt in this entire <laughs> series. And that's why he's yeah, crying. Boy. He's like, I can't get any girls. Why are you fucking all the girls? And apparently he was particularly good in bed the other night, according to Marty. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that from across the city. <laughs> <laughs> oh, So Ben gets home wearing his plaid shirt. Uh, and uh, I've written here, how dare you, Wilson Fisk? How dare you insult videos of cats online? <laughs> I don't know. All I could picture was, was uh, Wilson Fisk going home and watching cat videos and uh, <laughs> celebrity we- weddings or whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he goes home and watches episodes of Extreme Cheapskates on YouTube, which is a great show ever. And that's how he became so rich. Yay! <laughs> that's all the tips. It could work for you as well, people. Just do that. Yeah. Um, My advice for you is coupons. <laughs> <laughs> Wesley, did you cut out my coupons? <laughs> a super coupon? When he's at that restaurant and he goes to pay, he's like, I have a coupon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, be so cute. Oh. A super coupon. <laughs> I love it. A super, super coupon. Super, super coupon. <laughs> Oh, dear. And that is the episode, guys. Uh, 
What do you think? Uh, well, don't actually tell me yet, because we'll do scores in a bit. But, uh, um, something else happened at the end. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you skipped over. Oh, uh, yeah, and, and then uh, Wilson Fisk uh, left completely with no other business. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, what did you guys think when he was like, oh, you know, I've been... Because, uh, like, Ben is a badass, and he's like, oh, do you know how many people have threatened me? Did you think he was just going to be threatened, or did you go, ah, when all of a sudden Fisk like was like... Ah, I'm gonna kill you and I was like, Fisk is in his house, he's dead. Yeah. Um I thought Ben was immortal. I, I was I was like, no way Ben's gonna get killed. Did you think that Matt was gonna come crashing through the window and save him? I was hoping. He only does that for ladies. Um <laughs> Ben uh, would have to dress as a lady, you mean. Yeah. Karen's not gonna take take uh lightly to this, she's gonna blame herself. Well, but, uh, because she is to blame, so <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All through this episode, I was like, why won't you just warn Ben? Just warn Ben. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, then uh, he, and then it was so nice of him to say, like, you know, I was the only one there at the nursing home. Yeah. But and then, how, yeah, there's no way he, like, Wilson not, believes him, I'm sure, but yeah. you can't, I don't know. Well, we'll find out. But also, the, uh, one of the clippings on the wall was focused on for a second. It said, the Battle of New York, hundreds killed. We yeah. didn't hear about these hundreds killed when they were having the shawarma at the end of the episode, <laughs> of the movie. Yeah, that's because... Yeah. Um, Take that, Man of Steel haters. Uh, yeah, Man of Steel, what, billions killed? They just killed no. the whole of Metropolis. <laughs> so, take that, Man of Steel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it was only hundreds. Not my favourite film. Um, so, I, th- I do think, though, it is funny. I, I don't know if you guys... Has everyone seen um, Age of Ultron? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I do think it's funny that they did the end of Age of Ultron almost like a specific commentary on Man of yeah. Steel to say, we're not going to let a single person die. <laughs> <laughs> I Same, thought that, that was very much... That was very much their response to Man of Steel. <laughs> going, yeah. No, even that person. No, not one single... Not, not even this old granny. No, no, not even them. Not one person. More like there. Joss Whedon going, holy shit! I don't want to get freaking screamed down by the super nerds out there who are worried yeah. about the fictional bodies tumbling out of you know into the buildings and stuff. And, yeah, yeah, I feel like some forbid. of those people in that movie could have died. I would have been okay. Some yeah. of those little. <laughs> side people. I was like, you look like you'd be annoying. You could go. <laughs> Yeah, stupid little kid at the end. <laughs> I know! Oh. <laughs> Me and Tammy are on the right foot the same way. <laughs> Annoying little child. Oh dear. And yeah. worse mother. Worse mother. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. But anyway, so that was the end of the episode, guys. And now uh, it's time for some Easter eggs. Are you guys ready? Yes. I, already, I already ate chocolate. Do my, I still have an Easter egg? My well, I only all... have, like, one. So. Okay, so I'm not going to overstuff myself. No, you all have to share. Uh, okay. My mouth is open. Shove it in. Uh, okay, ready? Oh, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> that's what someone said. I don't know. Uh, down. That's what Marcy said. Oh, <laughs> oh dear. So, um, some people think that Madame Gao, based on this episode, and when I say some people, this is fans, this is all speculation, could be the character from comics, Madame, uh, Madame, Mother Crane, um, who in the comics has links to Iron Fist and Steel Serpent. And Steel Serpent's symbol appears on the Steel Serpent heroine in the show. Hmm. And she first appeared in the Immortal Iron Fist series, which was written by Ed Brubaker, who also worked on Daredevil and also... 
uh, was responsible for the Winter Soldier story in comics that became Captain America 2. And where is her home? Uh, her home could be um, the place that is her home. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise known as Kunlun, Kunlun, is that how you say it? Oh, okay. Which is where uh, Iron Fist kind of went to study mysticism and, and stuff. Being Sorry, you keep talking about a steel serpent heroine. What are you talking about? <laughs> the heroine, the heroine in the show. Oh, the heroine. Like heroine is called Steel Serpent. I was like, there was like a female superhero in here. I missed her. <laughs> Look, I'm speaking the Queen's English. I don't know what wacky language. No, no, I understand. Yeah. I understand now. I wasn't understanding before. <laughs> um, and another little, it's not really an Easter egg, but another little thing is that when um, they were looking for someone to play Ben Urich, they always knew that Ben Urich would only be in one season. And that is why <gasps> Bondi could do the role, because it was only for one season, because he couldn't actually sign up for two seasons. So they always knew that they were looking for an actor to do one season and they were going to kill off Ben Urich. Except they don't kill him off, he's just gone to Florida. Um, at, the end this, at the end of this episode. So yeah, those are your Easter eggs. So mad at these people. <laughs> what people? The people that killed Ben Yurik. <laughs> <laughs> well, you will have to uh, write a strongly worded letter to Drew Goddard, I'm afraid. Mm. <laughs> Dear Drew, I'm so annoyed at you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, now it's time for quotes. Uh, our special guest, Tammy, can go next. Uh, first. Next. First. Okay. First. Um, oh, this is Matt talking to Karen after he split his uh, stitches. I'm working on something. I think it might help. But until I know for sure, I need you to stay out of it. If you talk to Foggy, you tell them the same. How does she know what he's working on for them to stay out of? <laughs> it was yeah. the most confusing thing. <laughs> he's working on something. Yeah, Maybe. and they well, want her to stay out of it. Yeah. What are you working on that they should stay out of? How does she know? What if she's working on the same thing and you don't know? <laughs> okay, Mulder Murdoch, can you speak a please, so we know what you're on about? Sorry, Tammy knows what I mean. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a mix of Mulder and John Locke how lost in that nothing they ever say is direct. Oh, dear. Uh, Matt, you are next. Uh, I don't have many. I think I might only have... Oh, I have two. Um, no, wait, I'm looking at my Deadwood notes. I have two quotes for Deadwood. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you should have said it. We would have been like, oh, I don't remember. Well, my, my, my quote for Deadwood is, would you want a free fuck? <laughs> <laughs> okay, now you have that, to tell I'm us. Like, who would have said that in this episode? Who would have said that? <laughs> Obviously, it's Wilson Fisk to uh, Wesley's body. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gross. Um, I thought that was most certainly a Marcy quote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was not going down the uh, necrophilia route, but... You're know. <laughs> all on your own there, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I have... Uh, the woman is a real mule, yeah. Which you already mentioned, kind of. Uh, or Josie, you don't, you don't, you don't talk about Josie that way. It's not fair. Uh, Mel, you did. You just did. <gasps> you do. You're gonna beat she him did. up. She yeah. did. Oh, right. she did. Marcy. You all did. <laughs> I don't know. Um, my quote. <laughs> my quote is. Uh, Maybe now is not the best time to be beating your men to death. He did what he was told. I think they call that loyalty or something. <laughs> Agreed. Cool. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Robin. Uh, I think this uh, Wilson quote should be the motto of our podcast. 
Do you think rambling on the internet will change anything? <laughs> hmm. Hey, Wilson Fisk would love our podcast. Because <laughs> we're all Team Fisk. That's great. I, I have a Marcy quote, too. Uh, okay, do the Marcy quote, and then I will do a quote. I'm not a complete asshole. <laughs> not a complete one. I have a um, quote between Ben and Matt, which is, my head's fine where it's at. Oh, yeah? Vladimir's brother probably thought the same. Point taken. <laughs> uh, anyone else got any quotes? Yeah, I have a uh, gal in Leland. Uh, she says, Apologies, I was detained by unfortunate events. You speak English now? <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoy Leland. <laughs> so awesome. He is awesome. He's delightful. And then he should have flown away cackling. <laughs> <laughs> As he should every scene. Uh, I yeah, have yeah, uh, another opportunity for him to leap off a roof, but no. Yeah, he didn't do it. I have uh, Ben Urich's uh, Wicked Mad Burn at Ellison, um, <laughs> which is when Ellison says, you sound like a whore. And Ben says, well, I learned how to be one from you. And I wrote, oh, burn. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, any other quotes? No. no. No, I don't think I have any more either. I thought I did. Let me have a look. Oh, I have a foggy as well, obviously, which is, uh, um, it's okay. It's just me, the dick. Because I thought that was probably uh, that, you know, Michael was probably agreeing with that, our previous guest. Um, also, I have a quote that I liked, which was um, that when Ben and Matt are talking, uh, Ben says, went the distance, huh? you sound like a boxer. I thought that was a nice touch. <laughs> He's on to him. I have, yeah. I have an R.I.P. Wesley quote. Okay. Um, uh, where is it? There it is. Oh, look what they did to him. Look what they did to him. <laughs> My sweet prince. <laughs> oh, oh, you can hear Fisk's heart breaking in that scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, now it's time for some feedback. And guys, this week we have, well, I've already told the, my fellow hosts, so I don't know why they're surprised. But uh, to all the listeners, we have some special feedback this week on the first three episodes from none other than my mum. <gasps> I'm surprised. Vivian. I know you're shocked. Uh, which I've sent to you, Robin, if you're all right to play it. Yes. Uh, my mum has been asking to watch episodes of Daredevil this week, so we're up to episode three, um, and she's been enjoying it, which I'm surprised at because she doesn't like superhero stuff, but I asked for some thoughts from her. Right, everyone, I'm here with my mum. She's making toast and pottering around making her breakfast, but I thought I would use this time to ask her about her thoughts on the first three episodes of Daredevil because I think she's a bit of a secret fan because she's been asking if we can watch an episode every night. Although we didn't watch one last night, did we? Anyway, say hello to the whole of the internet, mum. Hello, everyone. I hope you're all okay. Um, I thought I'd only seen two episodes. No, you've seen three because we watched the pilot with Dad. And then we watched episode oh, two, yeah. and then episode three yeah. the other night was the court one. Yeah, I'm getting the gist of it now. It's a bit kind of... What character in it now? Well, I know <laughs> there's a girl who um, works for him, and I know his partner. Yeah. Um, and that baddie, I don't know his name, with the glasses. Wesley. Up. Yeah. And, um... That's about it. Something. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that one that was in the car yesterday, that... that the boss, the big boss man. Yeah, but you only saw him at the end of the episode. Yeah. And we're in the gallery. But they're the four ones, the main ones, but I'm useless with names, so I won't remember their names. That's all right. Because I can, I can remind you who they oh, are. Oh, yes, of course, there's the investigator or the, the man who works oh, in the yeah. Whose wife's in hospital. Yeah. yeah. So they're the... So they're why, why are you enjoying it? 
don't know really. It's um, yeah, it's quite interesting, isn't it? Yeah. What was I the didn't like the bit. <laughs> I actually cringed at the bit where he stuck his that thing through his eye. You, you actually that made cringe. Me, that made me shudder. Yeah, I hated that. <laughs> but um, that's why I didn't tell you it was coming. Yeah, but it's um, okay. Yeah. Hmm. So, what do you think's gonna gonna happen next? Um, that's that's Mum making a toast, by the way. That noise. Um, what's gonna happen next? Um, hang on. Where did we leave it? We left so, it. So, oh, we left it that man, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to watch um, episode four. I think next week they're gonna um, try and kidnap that blonde girl who works for him. Oh, Karen. Yeah, because they tried to frame her yeah thinking surely they're not just going to let her get away with with it yeah because she knows things yeah but she <laughs> that's the thing <laughs> but she also signed that agreement didn't she that she wouldn't speak about it <laughs> um, yeah, she signed she it so she can't talk about it so really they've got nothing on her now because she, yeah, yeah, she I don't know if she signed you didn't see her sign it so you don't know if she signed it or not she just you didn't oh okay did it? It didn't actually yeah. say that other woman signed it. The yeah. Wife, yeah. But she didn't. Okay. So you don't know what it's said. All right. Okay. But right. so you definitely want to watch some more of it. Yeah. All right. So yeah, hopefully there'll be more feedback when my mum's seen a few more episodes. Take care of the internet, mum. Bye, internet. Nice to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was feedback from my mum while the washing machine was going in the background. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Aw, that was great. <laughs> yes, so she's enjoying it. Maybe I would say if we had more episodes left, I'd get her on as a guest, but I don't think she's going to have watched all 13 by next week. <laughs> maybe, maybe next season, Claire. Ex- oh, yeah, season two. She'll be an expert by that point. She'll be giving me trivia, trivia facts. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so next up, we have an email from Elizabeth. Does anyone want to read this? Does our special guest, Tammy, want to read this? Tammy? Oh, okay, sure. You're, you're allowed <laughs> to read it. Hang on, I'm going to put it in Skype. This is from Elizabeth. Does that work? Oh, yeah, here we go. Okay. Uh, I haven't had a chance to listen to episode 11 yet because my podcast tool hasn't found it, despite my refreshing the request for new feeds all week. I'll keep looking. In the meantime, on to episode 11. Me too. I have that problem too. <laughs> oh, our um, podcasts are like ninjas. You have to really um, like look for them to find them. I I wait till you guys post the link in your Facebook page, <laughs> and then I download it that way. Uh, while this wasn't my favorite episode, which is hands down number ten, it had two of my top five favorite scenes. I'd also been waiting since the montage at the end of episode one for Matt to finally find out about Gal's blind workers. I knew that would hit home to him in an interesting way. I'm not sure whether or not to believe that she didn't do it to them. Even if they did it to themselves, what had she told them to convince them? Mm. Uh, As for favorite scenes, I love the section where Matt runs across the rooftops. After throwing away yet another cane, how many of them does he have? Does he just go back to collect them later? (laughs) The jumping and spinning fit perfectly with my mental image of this character. I was cheering the first time I watched it. (laughs) Me too. I also have gone back several times to the scene between Matt and Karen where he breaks down and cries. What is it about the crying scenes? I can't resist them. 
I like that he's willing to be vulnerable in front of her and that despite her own issues and frustration, she stops to comfort him. Uh, yeah, I think that's because she wants him. Anyway, I'm glad <laughs> that he admits that Stick has gotten to him, even though he thought he'd resisted the friends are a liability type advice. Even if Stick hadn't said it straight out when he was a kid, his leaving when Matt was Matt got too close could have absor- could have been absorbed into Matt's subconscious, causing him to hold his friends at arm's length. It's not too too big a stretch to think that his father's death and Stick leaving would make him cautious about letting anyone too close as a way to avoid being hurt again. A hug is just what he needed. Yay, Karen. Yeah, he should go to therapy. He's got, you know, abandonment issues for sure. Uh, I wasn't completely surprised by Ben's death, although from a comic book canon perspective, it was a shock. I felt they'd hinted at it enough during the episode that I was prepared when it happened. Not happy, but not horrified either. The end is nigh. One more episode for season one. I look forward to the last review of this season and seeing how you handle podcast topics until Jessica Jones comes out. That that will be heading into new territory for me since I'm a big Daredevil fan but know little about the rest of the Defenders except where they've overlapped with Daredevil or other characters like Spider-Man. I only know Jessica's character from the Pulse series and a few Avengers issues uh, when they inducted Daredevil onto the team. She mentioned her past in the first Pulse issue, but I never read her original storyline or alias, so I'll be a relative newbie on those episodes. Something to look forward to. Have a great weekend. Or week, right. sorry. <laughs> Not just a week, weekend. Just a week. Well, a great week. weekend and a crap week. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Elizabeth. Uh, okay, we don't have a voicemail from Wu this week. Sorry, Tammy, because I know you're a big, a big Wu fan. Um, however i um i know that he mentioned in the fight with uh melvin potter um from last week's episode that when melvin potter threw the saw and it embedded in the wall he wondered what it said on it and i did have a look and i forgot to mention it i I think it said like ben flax industries or something like that but i don't think it is actually a name from anything Marvel, so sorry, Wu. I did research it, though, because I'm a good host, but I can't actually remember the name because I'm not that great a host. So, yeah, <laughs> I kind of half-assed it. Great host, but not that great. Yeah, I'm great, but not that great. Uh, so we have an email from the lovely Heidi. Does anyone want to read this? I can read it. Yay. Thanks, Mel. Yes, you're welcome. Starts with, hey, guys. Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> exactly how Heidi talks. This is exactly our Karen. <laughs> <laughs> Fisk is haunting her nightmares. Just a side note: I saw Fisk getting get eaten by a dinosaur today. So good! <laughs> Amazing. Um, <laughs> or was it actually Fisk, like the real life Wilson Fisk, and there was a real life dinosaur that lives in the That'd be amazing. Well, that's just been I, the last episode of the season. Heidi, are you a time traveler? <laughs> Um, I love the relationship that Ben and Daredevil have built up. Actually, I love most of the relationships at this point. It's amazing that in these few episodes, I have grown to to love these characters so much. I mean, I didn't have any knowledge of them before. That was a really great, great, that was a really great chase scene with Matt leaping from roof to roof. I knew Leland was a double crosser for a couple episodes now. Will he figure out who killed Wesley? Will he? Hmm? Why? Why? Why does he care who killed Wesley? Mm. Like Leland, why does he care? Doesn't matter to him. <laughs> I guess so. I guess, well, maybe, maybe he'd he have like Fisk. stuff to hold over, you know, um, Fisk, you know, like if he found out the killer of Wesley, then I guess 
and told Fisk, then Fisk would be very appreciative. That's right, yeah, that's right. Um, Matt's breakdown to Karen definitely brings the tears. I'm so glad they're getting past the, I'm fine, you're fine, everybody's fine. Me too. Yes. That fade into Fisk sitting in Ben's house. So freaky, Fisk, I hate you. Not Ben. <laughs> lots and lots of tears. And until next time, Heidi. Thanks, Heidi. Thank yes. you for to all our feedbackers, because we really do appreciate you sending us feedback. And we love hearing your thoughts mm-hmm. and reading them when you don't know we are. A bit like Professor X. Spooky. <laughs> Uh, that went on a tangent. Okay, so <laughs> now it's time to score the episode, and our very special and lovely guest, Tammy, can go first. Oh, why, thank you. Uh, yeah, this, this is my <laughs> least favorite episode of the season. Um, I have watched everything, so I kind of grade on a curve, I guess. Um, I feel like the series as a whole, though, like kind of sloped down for me. Like, it started off really big, and then kind of just started to go a little downhill and i feel like uh matt karen and foggy like they've lost their ways and so has the show a little bit and i kind of needed to them to get back together or something um i don't like foggy and matt not being friends even though i don't have all the hearts in my eyes for foggy um (laughs) i need him to be with Matt forever and ever (laughs) So that's kind of annoying. I didn't care for Ben to begin with. I just thought his parts in the show have been boring. So when he died, I was like, meh, whatever. Um, again, I did, I knew nothing about him in the comics. So the fact that he's a super important character and it's a big deal he died, I was like, oh, maybe they should have made me like his character more or something. Um, yeah, so <laughs> Matt doing parkour is hilarious to me. <laughs> it's just so funny. Him, like, doing these spins and jumps over buildings and rooftops i'm like how does he know like where the roof ends and the next one begins i don't understand it's not like he's using echolocation of some sort and he's like clicking or i don't know (laughs) it's just so (laughs) silly um i enjoy it it's just so like i can't take it in any way shape or form seriously i laugh every time he does any kind of parkour stuff um yeah it was okay i love all the physics stuff though um i totally agree why he killed ben i can't believe that ben and karen thought oh everything would be okay uh after talking to fisk's mom and the dude killed his own dad why would you not think he's seriously dangerous mm-hmm. uh yeah so with all that being said i give this episode a four out of ten too many canes lost <laughs> <laughs> Well, if there's only four dusted around New York, that's not too bad. <laughs> we don't know how many there really are. There's so many. Seen. <laughs> I think every day he throws away a cane at some point. There are a lot of homeless people in New York finding canes. He's like whittling his own canes at this point because it just gets too expensive to buy more. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> there's a lot of like people, like uh, homeless people with canes. <laughs> like, how, where did you get this? Oh, and I found it in a bin. That's weird. <laughs> Uh, cool. Uh, Matt, do you want to go next? Um, uh, it was just an okay episode. I agree. It was, wasn't was one of the better ones. Um, we did get some cool parkour, though. <laughs> Overly cool. <laughs> Extra points. And he got mobbed by uh, blind people. We just wanted, wanted to give him a hug. <laughs> Obviously. And he got away at the end. Um, That's what's happening. And, uh, yeah, the Leland and Gao thing is uh, intriguing. And I didn't like how they killed Ben. Um... 
You did? Okay. I didn't. Oh. Sorry, <laughs> the, poli- the police were driving by, so I couldn't hear you. <laughs> it's too early for this stuff. And yeah, and despite all the moaning about like them not being friends, I still don't I don't feel these three people are friends, our main characters. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe Foggy and Karen. But um I'll give it six point five out of ten unnecessary flips. <laughs> uh, Robin. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, this episode pissed me off so much. Whoa. Uh, I mean, yeah, I know it's rare to hear this from me, but they killed off Ben Urich. I mean, that means for the rest of any sort of property involved with Marvel Universe uh, on TV or movies, there will not be a Ben Urich in the universe. And he's like, a huge character because he is uh, a hero in his own right because just as just as being like a human, uh, just a, a guy that uh, is friends to uh, several heroes and and uh, reports on them and is an honest newsman and he and he suffers for it and like are you fucking kidding me? The first season of Daredevil, Ben Ben Urich is killed off. It, it, it's. Uh, it, it's wrong. It is wrong. They are wrong. Uh, so that really pissed me off. Um, I was I was actually very excited too because you know usually um, a penultimate episode of, of of a TV series usually is is even bigger than the finale. You know, yes. and 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 so I was like, oh my god, penultimate episode of Daredevil is going to be amazing, and. Uh, <sighs> I mean, I loved when um, he was uh, chasing the uh, um, the Chinese worker of uh, of some sort of gender uh, across the rooftops. I loved I loved the uh, I loved the whole uh, face off against him versus the drones and whatever. And then we have Gao, who is like, okay, all of a sudden she's an old lady with you know superpowers, and that's not going to be explained. So whatever. Um, so that kind of took the air out of it. And it's just that we have our main characters that are not talking, and that's irritating. Uh, it's the second to last episode, and it's almost like they're, like, making it so they don't talk to each other just to pace it out a bit, just so they can have their own storylines and, and their own things going on, and they're not actually talking together, so therefore it pads it out a little longer because, you know, they each have to have their own scenes. Um, uh, yeah, uh, Karen should feel tremendously guilty once she finds out that Ben died because several times in this episode she could have said, Ben, we're in freaking trouble here. And I have, I've been having nightmares of, of Wilson murdering me <laughs> in the middle of the night. Maybe you should uh, uh, find somewhere to go. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, this episode could have been so great if all of a sudden we discovered that. Um, He's he's uh, getting a job at the bugle, <laughs> you know, uh, all this stuff. But man, it really really pissed me off. So um, it's funny because uh, Tammy stole my score. Uh, so I will go ahead and uh, uh, do it. Do, just echo the four out of ten. Um, super super coupons. Wow. <laughs> uh, can I just say how much I enjoy being on this episode? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we are glad. <laughs> Uh, Mel? Hey. Hey, Mel. What's your, what's your school, Mel? What do I think? Well, I feel like maybe I'm alone, but I kind of enjoyed this episode. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I enjoy the fact that they're not friends. <laughs> <and> I, 
Because I'm an awful person. <laughs> Mel's like, chaos rules. Ten out of ten. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, uh, I kind of, I, I, I can see why, why you guys don't like it, I guess. I can see why Robin is pissed off. Um, but at the same time, I feel like it's, I don't know, it's not, it's not, like, I feel like Karen was justified in a way for not really saying anything. Because if she does say something, then she's kind of, she's kind of, you know, then Ben would become her accomplice or whatever, or he would have to report her, you know. So it's not like she can really be like, oh, hey, I just murdered someone and covered it up. And he's a very moral person. Yeah, exactly. So she couldn't have told him. So I feel like she did what she could, I guess. Um it is still a piss off, I know, but um anyways, I did like it. I liked uh I liked Wilson Fisk being really super creepy this episode, as opposed to the other ep- like past episodes. I-, I didn't think he was as scary. What do you think, Matt? Do you think scary or no? I think he's getting scarier. Mm, he's yeah, oh, yeah, people. he's definitely scarier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. But uh, anyways, I liked it, so I'm gonna give it a an eight out of ten. Ben Urich heart attacks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and, uh, yeah, I, um, I'm with Mel. I like this episode. I don't think it's one of the stronger episodes. Um, I think that in part is because they have a lot of stuff to, they're getting towards the end of the the season and they've got a lot of threads to kind of, you know, visit. And I noticed that we were going from a lot of scenes and a lot of scenes weren't as long as I would have liked, like the conversation between Matt and Karen when Matt kind of breaks down, I would have liked to have been a little bit longer. I would have liked um, maybe there to be a little bit more in some other scenes, like the conversation between Ben and Karen, like the last conversation about writing the story. Just some little bits and pieces here and there. I wish I could have breathed a bit more. Um, I actually like that they killed Ben Urich. I was shocked and upset when I first watched it because I love the character Ben Urich from the comics. But... On a kind of second watch, and I've seen this episode a few times, I really like it because one of the things I've said before that I like in terms of the show is that there are consequences and that we constantly show Matt getting injured. Um, he's not just someone, and that's actually something my mum said as well, she was surprised at, that we're not seeing a character like like a Superman who doesn't get injured. Matt actually bleeds and is unconscious and on the sofa for one whole episode, you know, because he's so injured. And in this episode, he pulls his stitches from doing parkour. And to me, if you have a show where you want there to be consequences, but you can't kill characters, it really frustrates me. And I'm just going to go, <coughs> supernatural. <coughs> um, I, Tammy knows what I mean. I've ranted a lot about it. Um, you have to be able to kill characters for there to be big stakes. And they obviously, um, at this point, when they were doing the show, didn't have the rights to Spider-Man and everything and the Daily Bugle. So they weren't thinking that they would be able to to move Ben into the Daily Bugle. Obviously, they would be able to sort of now, but at the time they didn't. And I think if they were going to kill a major character that's on Matt's side, um, he's the one that makes sense rather than Karen or Foggy. And also it really develops Karen's character a lot more because I think she will feel responsible for Ben's death. Um, And that's going to be dramatically interesting, particularly when no one else knows that she basically is responsible. Um, so I liked it, but um, not as much as earlier episodes. So I'm going to give it a 6.5 out of 10. Uh, Matt's tears of man pain. Murdoch. Oh. 
now I'm con- now I'm concerned though about uh, Ben's wife. Like, who's gonna take care of her? And like, Karen. who's gonna pay for her? Who's gonna pay for her hospital fee? Karen. Like, Karen. I don't know how. I don't know how uh, the the states work. Are they just like if she can't pay for her hospital bed, are they just gonna dump her in the alley behind the hospital or what? With <laughs> all the canes. Yeah. What? Yeah, with all the canes. She'll well, just start selling yeah. canes back to the house of canes. Oh. <laughs> Uh, uh, the you... average score for this episode is a uh, 5.8, lowest rated episode of the season. If only they could. If only she was Chinese, then they could blind her and <laughs> put her in the factory. Yeah. Uh. I think that's fair enough. I think like a, a lot of the time you get with penultimate episodes, there's so much to kind of wrap up mm. that I I kind of find that a lot in in shows where it's not. It's to me not as enjoyable as the finale because they have the finale so planned out usually that the penultimate episode kind of ends up being like a mixed bag of everything else they have to squeeze in you know um so yeah fair enough uh so now it is time to pimp our guest tammy get pimping pimp yourself where can thank you for coming on by the way oh no problem are there any Um, other podcasts that people can listen to you on that you might be recording soon (laughs) <laughs> very very soon uh 20 minutes soon uh i will be recording an intro to x uh with claire claire Yay. bear uh <laughs> claire bear uh, <laughs> and i also am part of the dvmp empire uh with the walking dead podcast which you will hear when the show is on again Ooh. in i don't know october-ish Something like that. <laughs> Usually that's when it comes back on. <laughs> and you can also listen to Tammy on old episodes of Carnicast with me, Matt and Matt. Yes. And you can look up our Facebook page and see all my crazy costumes. Oh, yes. You should definitely check check out Tammy <laughs> just as a belly dancer and as a creepy Apollonia woman and a strong man and all of those. Cause they're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, co-hosts, is there anything you would like to pimp you've been up to this week or in general? Oh, I would like to pimp something. Uh, the, the, um, for any of the listeners, the Daredevil, um, the first Daredevil Pop Funko figures are now available to order online as an exclusive, and they have him in his red costume and his yellow costume, and you can see photos of them at the Facebook group, but they are an exclusive, so, uh, I think they're limited, so if you want to order them, then get ordering them soon. I was going to troll you by saying, oh, that's cool, I like Flash and Reverse Flash. <laughs> <laughs> they do look a bit flash and reverse flash, I have to say. <laughs> but I, as I put on Facebook, I do like the fact they're sitting on my shelf now, and they have, like, the little springs in their heads, so they wobble. But both of them have their heads at a slight angle, and I like it because it kind of looks like they're listening to something in the distance. Like, <laughs> I, I hear a crime happening. <laughs> so, There's crime really going. <laughs> uh, anyone want to pimp anything out that you've been up to? Uh, I'm excited to be on Matt's podcast, What We Make, a Terminator podcast this week. Awesome. Thank you. (laughs) And also, uh, Hooplecast, a Deadwood podcast. Yes, which we had a quote from earlier. Yeah. (laughs) A little little preview. (laughs) A little preview. (laughs) Somebody says, would you like a free fuck? (laughs) So, if you guys, uh, as in you listeners, not my co-hosts, because that would be weird, want to send us feedback, you can contact us at DefendersPod on Twitter, and when I say us, I mean me. Um, you can email us at uh, DefendersPod at gmail.com. So next week, guys, is the finale. Don't cry. I know it's sad. Don't cry, Matt, tears of pain. And the episode is called Daredevil. <laughs> 
What? So, what are your predictions? Yeah, the episode's called Daredevil. Well, I don't think I don't think he's going to get his costume in the mail that next episode. He's going to briefly consider in the mail. The mail. <laughs> yes. Well, what's his face? He's going to send it to him through the mail at some point. <laughs> he's going to briefly consider the name Daredevil and then not go with it at all. It's a psych out. Okay. <laughs> he's going to jump out of a plane. <laughs> He's going to ride a motorbike through a flaming ring. I feel like a real daredevil. Hey, wait a minute. Hey, what a good name. Matt Murdock on vacation, and he's doing all kinds of crazy stuff. <laughs> yes. So, Matt's going to get his name daredevil. <laughs> How do you, do you think he's going to take Wilson Fisk down, or do you think no. it's going to end on a cliffhanger? Or what? He, what's going to happen? He's going to get on a motorcycle, go off a ramp, jump through a flaming hoop over a canyon, mm. and then do a spin, jump mm. into his costume. Rip all his stitches. Rip all his stitches, and then kill <laughs> Wilson Fisk. <laughs> wow. Like, because Wilson Fisk is across the canyon. Oh, okay. <laughs> what a no, show off dead voice. <laughs> <laughs> I think, well, that's why he's got the name. Yeah. I think that the best we can hope for is Wilson Fisk temporarily goes to jail. Okay, well, I, yeah. have a, I have a couple of other big questions. Do you think that we will see Matt in his more iconic Daredevil costume? Well, yeah. He yeah? Have, it's on the Netflix art. Well, yeah. that might just be art. Oh, he might be having a dream or something. <laughs> Do you think that we will see Wilson Fisk in his iconic sort of look from the comics? No. No? Yes. No, white, saw, no white we suit? Saw, we saw his wardrobe already. There was not a white suit in there. That's true, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we don't see him in his white suit, guys. I'm going to spoil you. I'm sorry. I don't think you should, oh, though. Oh, I take that prediction back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't get blood out of a white suit. Yeah. That's yeah. true. You can't get it out. Unless uh, you get special <laughs> material that repels. Repels stay. Oh, Wilson Fish should so be on, like, an advert for, like, Vanish or something. Like, <laughs> like laundry detergent. <laughs> Um, okay, well, we'll have to see uh, when we review that next week. Uh, Tammy, unfortunately, has had to go. So uh, let's all do an Excelsior because we haven't done that before. Ooh. Ready? Three, two, one. Excelsior! Thank you for listening. You can comment and send feedback to us by emailing defenderspod at gmail.com you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Defenders Podcast or on Twitter at Defenders Pod. Defenders Podcast is created under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0, unported international license. That means you can share it, you can send it to your friends, you just can't make any money off of it. You can't change it. And you have to link back to us and our site. Excelsior!